0: key alert we talking about everything stocks mental health growth politics sex and the list goes on if you don't know now you know period now let's get it all in perspective i had to believe in myself like never before invest in things that you understand you find a solution to become the greatest Great. now it's time for the moments with mika podcast first name greatest and Great. here's your host you know who's the plug
1: mika let's go let's go All right, and we are starting another episode of The Talk Pit. My name is Mika. And I'm Rick. And welcome. So today we're going to be talking about time management, which is crazy because I really feel like me and Rick has, to, we got to work on this.
0: Zero time management. So it only took us, well,
1: we did good today. It only took us like. Two hours to start. Yeah.
0: Yeah. About that. Hour, 15 minutes.
1: We didn't did the whole show. Didn't record Twice. anything. All right. Yeah, that's that's how we do it. That's this. called
0: practice.
1: Makes perfect, man.
0: Right, right.
1: Um, so as you can hear, I have Beyonce playing in the background because Homegirl has announced that she's going on tour and she's going to be in Detroit in July. Word. Now the tickets is expensive, so I don't know if I'm gonna be there.
0: What's she gonna be performing? She got she, new music.
1: I mean, she got the Renaissance CD. The one that's playing in the background, we are playing Energy. But she can perform that I mean I went to the last I think it was the Lemonade Tour um, I went to that And I went When she had came. I think she was at a, I, I
0: think that was The Mad Black Woman's Tour I loved it I, The whole time That came out I was a little, little, little Nervous out here in the I streets. loved it I'm I like, was
1: Listen Everybody I'd was singing songs
0: And Yellow Dresses Was everywhere And I'm like You know what Listen
1: Get a bat And just start Just swinging it On people's cars Out of anger
0: Cope like mentality Right there
1: Hey I enjoyed it Sometimes <laughs> you gotta Release that anger You gotta get it Out of you
0: Fellas look better out,
1: out than in.
0: No. No.
1: Nah, I agree with it.
0: I think there's but it's a large group of fellas out there who uh would agree with me. That was not a good error
1: in our time. Well, fellas, get ready because this summer the beehive is gonna be out and they're gonna be on the prowl. Um get your smoke I'm guns. I'm excited about it.
0: Well it's good to see what's gonna happen because you've seen her like her last performance.
1: Yeah. Like uh,
0: she had to correct her daughter a little bit
1: yeah that
0: actually gave me a little bit of that uh you know what be a mama mama She yeah. not one of those you know hey no more tv for you does she want them. Like pinch your leg while you in the stove because you're touching stuff so i'm with it i like to see the heritage pass on
1: speaking <laughs> of heritage guess what it is black history my it head. is We need to hit on a few things that a lot of people don't know about Black History Month. I think it's good to give fun facts about stuff that we do, that we don't know, that we're consciously doing, that relates to racism, or that relates to things of the past when it comes to slavery. Right. Um, So I'm going to give my fun fact. Uh, My fun fact is, although we're in 2023 right now, do y'all believe in 2016? 2016. Like, remember this. Yep. In 2016, in Mississippi, Cleveland, Mississippi, to be specific, um, they just now made it unconstitutional to have segregated schools. So in 2016 was the year that they desegregated their schools, which is crazy. Because that's 2016. That was just a few years ago. And you would think, when you think about segregation, you would think, like, 1960s or something like that. never came up. Crazy. It just never came up. It never came up in a conversation until 2016. Nope. They lived
0: their whole life. It was just, it just like that. So, just like, never Like, oh up.
1: yeah, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do something that we did like uh, 30, 40 years ago in other states. Let's just go ahead and do it in Mississippi nope. now.
0: Somebody was walking down the street somewhere and was like, "What are they doing? It hey, was happening over there." They like, were, well, "You back in the 60s? What crazy you been over with?"
1: And they're like. oh, <laughs> Really? Let's go ahead and make this happen. That that really pisses me off, but at the same time, like, okay. You know, I mean, you well, gotta really, if it never happening.
0: came up, like, that's a real thing. If it wasn't a problem, like, people wouldn't get their teeth kicked in in the street. It's just that we don't go to the same places. Yeah. We don't hang with the same people. We don't go to the same places. There's really no reason to talk about it because they were chilling over there. We were chilling over here. Sick. So, hey, didn't even know we were segregated. We just knew I chill over here.
1: Which is crazy But that's a fun fact About you should something you should know In Black History Month um, Just to keep you up You know Keep you all game When it comes to stuff
0: Well As for a fact for me I don't have one I had so many That was like Piled in front of me I'm actually looking At a list of them right now mm-hmm. And really don't have one No um, My guy is M.Hotep mm-hmm. For the, the month The year And my life M.Hotep uh, Was an ancient um, Black guy Known as A uh, one of his names is uh, the god of medicine. Um, he actually taught the Greeks uh, how to perform a lot of their medical techniques. And he also performed the first heart surgery. Not open heart, but heart surgery.
1: That's kind of dope, though. Yeah, really? Because when I think about hotep, I think about what people, like, when they say it. Like, hotep say, as in, yeah, like, as in, I thought it was peace, it's hello? Peace, hello. Um, I just know m hotel. Oh, okay. All I know is it's hotep. Okay. That's all I know. Hotel. Hotep. <laughs> hotep. <laughs> But yeah, that was just our little piece on Black History Month. Hopefully every week during the show, we can bring up little things that you don't know that you could possibly look up and then share with people. Because a lot of people, like, I didn't even know that in 2016, the last segregated schools was still in Mississippi, Cleveland, Mississippi, to be specific. So, you know, it's kind of
0: a fun fact. I'm really interested to know, was the quality of life better, worse, or different at all?
1: Maybe that's something that we can look up and talk mm. about the next show just to see Absolutely. Um, how that was. Um, and then also, let's talk about the current events. If you have not been watching the news, if you have not been on TikTok, I guess you do not know about the balloon that has been flying around the United States for like almost the past week or so. Just flying around. Yeah, it was just, you know, doing what balloons do, you know, just floating.
0: And and China's like, oops.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. My bad. Basically.
0: Oh, that was looking in your kitchen? My bad. I ain't, I not mean to look at that.
1: Which is crazy because um, they did literally say that. Like, they literally said that this balloon was only used for this meteor um, research. And it accidentally drifted in the U.S. airspace. Well, for it to be in our airspace for a couple days. And y'all don't know that it's in our airspace for a couple days. And y'all don't do nothing about it. Or y'all don't let us know. Like, a. Hey, you know, we in your region real quick by mistake. Like, to me that's just a little bit bad This it. thing,
0: it's a balloon. Hey, you ever lost a balloon? Yeah. And it's just gone.
1: But their balloon is not just any your balloon. <laughs> their balloon it has technology in it that can pull different technology from other devices. Oops. Oops. That's a big oops, <laughs> like
0: it, it is a major thing. And, like, I really feel that it has been underplayed. Yeah. Like, Biden, like, yeah, we shot it down. I told him Wednesday to shoot it down, and they waited till it got over water. What well, the time it takes for it to actually get over water and be in a safe place, how much more information was it able to gather?
1: Listen, and then now China is upset. They said that they strongly disapprove of the way that we went about things when it comes to base stuff. So it's like, okay, so y'all gonna put your stuff in my area and you gonna get mad because we shoot it down. But it shouldn't have been in my area well, in the first place.
0: I believe it was 13 to 15 years ago uh, we had the same issue with China, yep. where a drone um, was slightly out of our airspace and was eradicated swiftly by China um, because, hey, we're trying to spy on them.
1: But it's crazy to me because during the same time, during the same week, um, the U.S. also discovered that China had a secret police station in New York that they just now raided this week also.
0: They were, what they raid the police for?
1: Because it was a secret police station, a Chinese police station, inside of New York.
0: So you got to think about this. Um, what is the need for a police station? Like, they police people,
1: right? But in U.S. territory, like, what is the need for a Chinese police um, police department, like who do they serve exactly?
0: And that, that's the question I'm, I'm coming to because, uh, there's a secret police department, is there also a secret community in which they police?
1: Or what are you preparing for? What is it like? You know, it's a lot of questions that I have before behind that, only because I talked about this before how, um, during a pandemic, um, it was a lot of, uh, I guess, like. Chinese buyers When it comes to like um, Our crops And different yeah. farms They bunch were of buying up, up a lot Yeah of they that. were buying up A lot of stuff Okay And it caused me to wonder Like why are y'all doing this Now y'all got a police station here And it's just I mean I guess It's just a conspiracy Me like Asking like A whole bunch and of Why I don't what, really who. think
0: It's a conspiracy thing I, I really believe That's a serious question mm-hmm. But like No one puts up a wall Before they have the house Yeah so like you're not gonna defend nothing. So I believe if they had a police force that there is actually something that the police force was policing. Um and we may not know about it yet, or they may know about it and just haven't disclosed it. Um, but there is a group of people who needed a police force for protection. So
1: yeah, I mean I'm gonna prob- find out what that is. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't have no problem behind it only because we got our own police uh, force in the city now. They have uh, men that Nick- well, they're not like, like really a police force, but they have men now that stands outside the gas stations with their guns to make sure that the women and stuff pump gas at night and make sure everything's Getting secure. back to the
0: Black Panther Party movement. That, yeah. that is actually uh, what we should have been on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but the last time we did that, we were totally hunted and destroyed by the U.S. government. The Black Panther Party was taken apart but like, um, like a terrorist movement. Mm-hmm. And really, they were just preaching, hey, you know, defend yourself, know your rights, know what you're supposed to do, don't be messing up your community.
1: You know what's crazy? Now they have a lot of rules um, on different social media platforms, or I guess media platforms, because I have to look at Pandora rules and Spotify rules and iHeartRadio rules. And if I, we talk about certain things, like if we talk about the Black Panther, they consider it to be um, engaging in terrorists conversation and they'll actually take down the podcast, which is crazy to me yes. only because it's like where well, is what
0: did they this? do that was actual terrorist
1: act? They fought for black people. Well what fights did they get in?
0: They stood their ground. Uh people came to them for black people. And, right, they stood their ground. And that's the they educated black
1: people. I'm telling you that's the problem. And <laughs> I said, I'm no, that's you, that is legit not a question, the that's, that's that, the answer. That's the answer. Right. Okay. That was legit. Right, us.
0: and you know what? I, I can get behind that, because really, what it takes for black people to be terrorists is a lot lighter than what it would take for anybody else on the planet to be. Like, yeah. Well, Something had to blow up stuff, and you, know, you really terrorizing folks
1: no but if we you, just had to read books about to, you just had to be grown with this melanin in your skin and you could walk down the street
0: is you trying to learn oh he's terrible well, get him out of here
1: no for real like that's literally how it is it's like i can i can tell like it's a it's a, just a threat just to be black yeah and i know a lot of people hate it when you start talking about that and it would be a lot of non-black people that hate that but it's like unless you walk into the shoes and you've walked into an environment where it's not a lot of you And you could just feel the stairs. You can see the treatment. Like, I literally went to schools where it was, like, only two or three black people.
0: Environment is really changed. It's, like, it's a dense environment. Yeah. It's really hard to breathe, all of that stuff, because it's like, goodness.
1: Like, you can't move. You can't do anything like that. I remember, and this is, like, me being very transparent. I remember moving from Detroit and moving out in the suburbs to New Haven. And as soon as I got out there, because I think it was, like... Um, Half of my fifth grade year, I went to Martin Luther King. And then I went out there and went to this school called Secret, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I went out there, uh, I think I was, like, the only black girl in my class. Do you know as soon as I got there, they tried to put me in a slow learner's class? They literally just only, like, as soon as I got there, it wasn't like you testing to go to the school or anything like that. Like, I literally was in the school. And they literally... Because I guess I don't know why. Maybe I'll just look slow to them or something like that. I don't know. I mean... Hey, you, you <laughs> never know. But they literally put me in a slow learners class for about like two weeks until I actually got my first test and they could see that I was actually intelligent and I actually was keeping up with the other kids. But because. I was the only. I don't know. I can't say like it was because I was the only black kid, but I couldn't understand why me just traded schools and just coming into the school. And then no. when I seen other people come to the school that wasn't black, they didn't get traded into being just. So no history slow.
0: of being in so classes
1: it Yeah, was just like, no. It was just sl- like oh, she came from the Maybe she just a little, Yeah, I know they a little slow down there. Well, maybe.
0: that that know. also that also plays a part into the education system within some of the public schools.
1: It is. Um,
0: because I went to charter schools for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I switched over to public school, and it was like, good summer. this is sixth grade.
1: I mean, that's all I went to. My parents, like, they really didn't believe in putting me in public schools when I was in the city. I went to private school, charter school, like, and then from that, we tried one, this Martin Luther King school, but I didn't stay there long. I went straight out there to a public school in New Haven, seven mile. So it was like if they looked at my transcripts and seeing that I came, you know, I never really went to a public school, but I don't think that it was about, you know, doing the research or trying to see. It was just the fact of, like, you know, you come from this area that's majority, right. you know, African American and, you know...
0: Well, also looking at your school records from coming from a charter school, because mm-hmm. that's what they try to do when I went to Northern, mm-hmm. um, because my records looked like... You went to a charter school but it doesn't align exactly with high school mm-hmm. so they looked at it like we don't know what you know
2: mm-hmm.
0: hey you we're gonna accept? give you these classes and if you want something different tell us i
1: so, get that oh well I get
0: that at all. after i figured out that i learned everything that they were teaching already i was teaching verbs in 11th grade oh hey, what teacher was like she's showing me something and she was like pick the verb in the sentence i'm like you can't be serious
2: bro
0: <laughs> i'm like i hit her with some schoolhouse rock before uh i walked out to class i was like verb that's what's happening so what's happening <laughs> i'm leaving i'm gonna go i ain't gonna waste your time in here so i left but me and her
1: was cool well, no, it's, it's a big difference um And I really like Black History Month. I mean, I guess it's just not really Black History Month, but just, like, really analyzing the difference of everything and everything that you've learned in America, especially when it comes to your culture. Right. Um, And I think, not to dwell on it too long, but I heard Kanye West say this, and a lot of people didn't agree with it. He said that there should not be a Black History Month.
0: That's fact.
1: And I, I, I think I agree with it because I feel like... It should not just be one month and for it to be the shortest month
0: out of the year. Well (laughs) one, it's like you're trying to consolidate your entire history into a month where twenty
1: eight
0: days. Everybody else they live their history. They they have their connection, they have the heritage, they have those things that they are some people. They pride themselves on descending from Vikings and all kinda things. But one, Black History Month is just a melting pot of history. Yeah. It's, you don't know where you're really from, unless you went and did the little ancestry uh, thing, right.
1: which half that yeah. stuff ain't even like legit for real, like, like I've heard like that. I wasted my
0: money on that. Idea that, hey, you came from here, but Literally. if you go look at the people and you be like, man, eh, don't let them look like me. Like, hey, if you go and you actually see the people, like, you can tell where you're from. Yeah. You get there and be like, oh, yeah, yeah them my people, look at that head. Yep, yeah. them my people. So, like, unless you actually go to see exactly where you're from, I, they may just throw a bunch of stuff on that.
1: Yeah, that's usually what they do. Um, but I feel like as as black people or whatever you want to consider yourself to be, I feel like it should not be deemed for you to just study once a month during the year. You should be trying to figure out yourself, like, all year, right. every day. Like, I mean, you ain't to go in-depth, but, like... Every now and then, I used to ask my grandparents, like, certain things about their parents, because I never, you know, I only got to meet two of my great-grandmothers, and one of them passed away when I was really young, so I didn't know much about them, but I wanted to know about their parents and different things like that, only because I want to know where I came from. I want to know why I like podcasting. Why do I like talking? Like... You know where certain things come from in my blood Like instead of getting it from other people that's going to just put it in a system because honestly back in the day they didn't really have systems like that but so, also that,
0: that, that would be helpful to know like what is your purpose in life yeah. to see what your family was able to do and mm-hmm. what fields they excelled in you know what's in your blood and you're like oh I, I do like that Yeah. and they were successful by doing this this and this and it could actually cut through the fluff But we also come from a generation where great-grandparents was a lot older than what great-grandparents are now.
1: Man, what? Great-grandparents these days are like 60 years old. My great-grandmother was 90-something years old. I don't think she... My great-grandmother died at like 103, but she was still like in her 90s when I was, you know, in my teens.
0: So some of the real spices of health came from those people too. Yeah,
1: and they did not do any of this vegan stuff. My grandmother ate pork her whole life. The entire life, and then be yeah. cooking the
0: hog mogs and all. Mm-hmm. Like, you eat chitlins. What are you doing, Grandma? But then she's ninety-seven, sitting in the chair, telling you about how you need to drive. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can't barely make it past seventy. So. Speaking
1: of ages and times. Time management.
0: Yeah, what's up? Yeah,
1: we're in there, though. We have a goal today. We made a goal, and today we started the timer. Because, you know, usually we've been trying to cut the show down a little bit. Because we've been in the the 50 minutes. We ramble. You know. (laughs) We go. When we get there, we get there. But, you know, we're doing good today. I think we're doing good today. We set a goal. We said today that we're going to try to do the show around, end around 35, 40 minutes.
0: But we are doing a good job. Yeah. And that that all goes into time management. I, I believe one of the real serious keys to a good time management is first know yourself. Know what your hindrances are. And, like, everybody got this idea of what will organize time and how you organize organize time. They have organizers and planners on the market, everything. But if that ain't your thing or you won't be able to stick to it, you go buy a planner, use it for three days, and then it collected dust for the next rest of the year, I mean, didn't really help you. Nope. So knowing yourself and knowing the process that actually works for you is one of the things. Central things to being able to manage your time.
1: Man, that's numero uno. Like, if you don't like, if you don't know yourself, you ain't gonna know how to manage your time. Mm -hmm. Like me, I know that for sure. That in the morning time to get my day started, like I cannot just like go instantly to social media because that's gonna throw me off. Because if I go to social media, I'm going straight to TikTok and I'm gonna be (laughs) scrolling. For a good hour. And, and now it's, it's afternoon. Yeah, and now it's like <laughs> I look up and like, dang, it's twelve o'clock and I already don't wake up until like maybe like ten thirty or something like that. And that's sure. only 'cause I work midnights. Really nice. But I've learned to I know myself. So I know like okay, this is gonna distract you, so maybe not do this yet. I even put like timers on my phone. Like, you know how on your phone now you can set up like have social media like kind of be disabled after a certain what? amount of like phone time what? so i got my phone set up like every day if i stay on social media for three hours then it just kind of blocks social media for me so i can't get back on and that's social dope. media till the next day
0: right that's dope um uh, for me i am location based mm-hmm. so like i got a house full of weights right now i have enough weights to start a gym cannot do any workouts at all. There, there's an actual place for that, and I have to be at that place to do that. Like, I'm not going to stop playing with the Xbox or watching TV or doing whatever else I can be doing at home. Like, if I start to try to lift weights, I'm going to end up cleaning up the kitchen or something like that. Like, it won't be non-productive, but it's just there's a time and a place for everything for me, and I need to be in a place dedicated to what I'm trying to do, or it won't get done.
1: I agree. I agree I mean that's why I think that I was the same way and now I'm kind of at the point where I do go to the gym like five days to read but it took me a second to be able to do that um, and I had to really like discipline myself and right. like not only like know my timing of everything but I also had to stop myself from procrastinating had to keep myself motivated. So that's why I think I like this series because everything kind of flow into each other. Absolutely. Like we talked about the procrastination. We talked about the setting goals and how to stay mo- motivated. Now we're talking about how to use your time. Like me, I know myself so I don't allow myself to do something for way too long because I get bored. I get really bored and if I get bored with something I'm definitely putting it down and I'm not gonna pick it up for a minute because it's boring. Right. So think, right? I give myself different breaks to ensure that I'm staying on you
0: know, on task of what I said I was going to do basically. Well, we also have a, with managing your time organization um, a lot of people believe that they are multitaskers, I am able to do multiple tasks at one time, but I like I said last week, I have a hard time with prioritizing what's more important when doing tasks so I found that it's not the best idea for me to multitask. Um, I can do it, and I can accomplish it and keep my mind on both tasks at the same time, it's just that neither one of them will be more important than the other, and sometimes when doing tasks, something is more important, like you have to stop doing this task to do this essential step in between, and then you can go back, but in my mind, if you're doing them both at the same time, they're equally as important, there's no step that you need to stop and focus on And if you do, I will completely stop the other task and focus on that step, which generally leaves you in the middle of a task on one side, trying to focus on another task, and then it becomes chaotic because, oh no, I gotta finish that one. So uh, I found for me, even though I can dual think about the task, that I probably shouldn't do
1: yeah. No, I think sometimes I am super anti multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> and only because it, that's the way it works. Like if you're doing two things at once, you're going to like make a mistake and lack in one of the things that right. you're doing. Like it's better to just focus on one thing. Okay, like sometimes I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna get this 15 minutes, I'm gonna stop this, take a break off of this, I'm gonna get this 15 minutes. So I can kind of flip-flop in a way, and I can get both of my full attention without getting bored with the other one, and then without missing anything with the other one.
0: And what really helps with that, I found, is preparation. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I like to cook. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I found, like, most of the time, cooking requires multitasking. Mm Mm-hmm. But preparation is the key. If you prep beforehand the things you need to accomplish your task, then it makes it easier to multitask because you're not trying to prepare while doing the task. Having the individual boxes for stuff you need, like if you need your vegetables, you cut up all your vegetables, so when it's time to put them in, you can just put them in and then go back to the task that you're doing, stir, go back to the task that you're doing, and be able to bounce back and forth that way. So preparation is a serious key to being able to multitask.
1: You ain't got a to-do list. You're definitely going to forget something. I've learned now that when I go to the grocery shop, I have to have a grocery list. Because if I just go down there and go down every aisle, I'm going to get stuff that look good. And then I'm going to forget yeah. half of the stuff that I actually needed. And I found that like when I was younger, okay, that was cool. But now when it comes to trying to cook something, I'm like, Damn, did I forget the main thing stuff that I went there for? Important. But I be having a whole bunch of snacks, though. <laughs> <laughs> But having a to-do list and writing things down or putting things, like me now, I put things just in my phone as reminders mm-hmm. because it helped me. Like it helps me with my bills, it helps me manage my money, and then it also saved me time. Like I don't have to worry about thinking about, okay, I got to keep this in the back of my head or think keep this in the back of my head because life is going to happen.
0: Well, I've been trying that reminder thing, but uh, I'm going to remember to do the reminders.
1: <laughs> I'm a editor See, that's how it always <laughs>
0: happens. Because it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm set up a reminder about that. And then it's gone. And then you look up and it's time for it. And you're like, oh, didn't I set a reminder? I didn't. I didn't remember to set a reminder. No. And now you got to try to squeeze the task in. Mm-hmm. Which um I found after you let that snowball, mm-hmm. the task that you need to squeeze in becomes more and more serious. Yeah. And you start to feel like, I'm drunk. Yep. I'm, I'm underwater. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I didn't get done that that's I need to get, get done right now. Yep. And then you just give up on everything. Like, yeah' uh, I'm not I doing can't nothing.
1: do this right now. I'm just too overwhelmed. It's just too much. But it's like essentially that's your fault. Right. It's your problem. Um, and I tell a lot of people, like, I mean, even if you don't want to do reminders, calendars. Like, I like those people that put those... Um, Reusable calendar. You remember those calendars that you used to put on your refrigerator with a magnet, right? And you could write down in it what you need or something like that. Yeah, yeah the little block, on. the
0: rectangle.
1: Yeah, but uh-huh. people don't do that no more. No, like I like that because that was a good idea. Um, I'm one of those high-tech people, so I said when I get the money because it's super expensive. I want one of those refrigerators the that smart. has that has a one. screen in there, just so you looking put at the one. calendars no in there. Line.
0: Too much.
1: Some things like five thousand dollars. Like, like why to put in eight? It holds food. And I ain't even got that much money for food. Just think,
0: like, like, is the first order of food on them? Like,
1: are they going to keep on restocking stuff for me for $5,000? Well,
0: I heard you can set that up. But I feel like it takes too much work. I feel like that requires you to go in, take out three eggs, go to the refrigerator and say, hey, I took out three eggs. And then it's like. Is it going to make
1: the eggs for me or do I got to go to the grocery store to get the eggs myself? Oh, well,
0: you can order them and have them delivered to the house.
1: And how much that costs?
0: A nominal fee,
1: See, and that's the problem. But I do want it. Like eventually, I want to get one of those because it makes it easier. I think if you keep on seeing something, right. then that reminder will pop in your head. That's why I keep my um, my vision board on my phone. Every time Remember? I open my phone, that's why I look at it because it keep on reminding me. This is your goal, sis. Like this is where you want to be. Absolutely. You want to break chains. You want to be uh, generational curse breaker, you want to be a millionaire,
0: you want to do this, so you got to keep on seeing it so you know your end game. Right, right. Well, and also uh, with building proper time management, you take little tasks mm -hmm. uh, because it takes 21 days to create a habit. Sometimes doing the whole management thing is overwhelming. It is. So you break up uh, actual tasks into little portions and you create new habits based off of those little portions. So maybe you just get back to writing stuff down. Just something light, like just jotting quick notes um, can help you start getting used to recording the things that need to be done. Yeah. So you may not put a time, a date, or anything like that. You just got a list of things that you needed, a to-do list. Yeah. So after you get used to creating that to-do list, then you can look at like creating a calendar or setting reminders or setting alarms. Like I have 1,500 alarms in on my phone and at this point I don't know what they're all for because I stopped labeling them. Um, I'm very horrible at saving numbers. Um, like, it correlates. Yeah. If you can't do one thing, or you're very bad at one thing, you start to see that it across the board be pretty bad. So, like, there's a lot of people I was supposed to call, and then I look at this mesh of a bunch of numbers that is not recorded, and I'm like, what you're not getting a call from me because I don't know who you are. I'm not gonna call everybody. Like, are you who I'm looking for? Are you who I'm looking for? No. So it's just grabbing those little tasks and trying to build those habits because I am garbage retirement.
1: It's baby steps though. (laughs) I mean, it's it's baby steps. I think the biggest thing for me was eliminating a lot of petty stuff that was taking up too much time. Like if you start, you have to start somewhere. And for me, it was eliminating stuff that was taking too much time. So I had to learn like, okay, Um, I wanna post the show on different um, social media sites, um, but I'm not trying to go into each one of those apps and do all that. No, I found the way to find an app that'll post it to all of the channels so that I don't have to do it. Boom, save myself about hmm, 30 minutes. Okay, with the 30 minutes that I have, what else can I do with that 30 minutes that I have saved? I've learned to like, find different ways to just kind of eliminate. Like sometimes what I do, a smoothie prep like I like smoothies I don't want to pay no $6 for no smoothies but I do have some um, vegetables and fruit in the refrigerator so okay. one day the extra 30 minutes that I just talked about I'll use that 30 minutes to make about 6 or 7 smoothies I'll put them in the freezer Pretty so dope. that means during the week I don't have to worry about you know an extra 15 minutes here doing a smoothie or something like that no right. just take it out of the freezer when I leave the gym boom it's already in the car it's not as frozen as it was and it's still a smoothie you know, and it still works. It still works for me.
0: But um, what I found is my most productive time is when I cannot write something down or I can't plan. Like I do a lot of planning when I'm walking the dog. Mm-hmm. When I'm walking the dog, like everything just organizes itself in my mind. Mm-hmm. When it comes to actually writing it down, it like it's like somebody just took the puzzle and just.
1: What about you Siri? People, I think people really underestimate Siri because it's like. You can really tell Siri, Hey Siri, write this down in my notes. Or, Hey Siri, make me a reminder to do this, this, and that. Like, I use Siri a lot. I use, only because if I'm going to pay $1,000 for this phone, I want to utilize everything everything that's on here. I use the shortcuts. Like, you know how I was saying, like, one of Mm -hmm. my shortcuts is if I get pulled over by the police, I say, Hey Siri, I just got pulled over. And she sent my text message, my location to people that I needed to go to. Right. Um, But I got it set up on here, like, Siri will tell me like, "Hey, you know, I got to set up it. when I was working downtown to tell me like traffic is going to be this, this, this much, you right. know, or something like that." And they're right building a lot time. of
0: that stuff in now. Yeah, they're
1: building it. So now, right like,
0: in. if I grab my keys right now, mm-hmm. um, because I have the the AirTag on my keys, mm-hmm. once my keys and my phone start moving, it gives me uh, directions to my next location. Yeah. And generally, they're pretty right. Yeah. Like, uh, usually around this time, you're going home. Mm-hmm. So here's the directions home there's any traffic in front of you, you should probably take this way. Listen. So that's been really dope for me.
1: No, it, I mean, I think it is, like, really something to key in on and to utilize. Like, if you're not great at writing things down, tell Siri. Like, hey, mm-hmm. Siri, write this down for me real quick. And she'd be like, uh-huh. Like, she's right. really listening. And I'd be like, all right, okay. You know, I'm and getting my use out of this phone. Yeah,
0: utilize the technology that we have so now. Now we, we are in a time where social media does... Uh, Cripple your focus. Mm-hmm. But also, the same technology that you're watching social media on is built to be your walking assistant. Mm-hmm. They've been making phones more and more intelligent to the point where, like, if I tell my phone to order Starbucks, like, she actually ordered. She has an order that if I say order Starbucks, she orders that. And she already has uh, my Starbucks card attached to her, so she can pay for it too. Listen,
1: they actually, I have um, some of the bank. You know, some of the banking apps have it now. Like, if you sure. have it set up with Siri, then you could just say, "Hey Siri, pay this bill," and it stop. Uh-uh, don't uh-uh. pay uh-uh. no She's listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't pay nothing right now. I ain't got that. But no, you can tell. Like, I hate that sometimes, but you can tell her to pay this. And She'll ask you, "Well, how much do you want to pay? And do you want it to come out of this account?" And all you have to do is confirm it. you be like, "All right, boom." Or you can say, "Hey Siri, remind me to pay." pay this bill at this, you know, at this time right. of the month, every month, and she'll remind you every single month, like, hey, this bill is
0: due, or... And that's what I need yeah. to do, because that, that is one thing that I found put me in a financial situation, um, like I said, with knowing yourself, you know, that you don't prioritize well. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at what I've made in a month, mm-hmm. then I look at my bills for the month, and be like, hey, you know, so it doesn't make sense for you to be broke right now, because, like, you made a lot more than your bills, so where would your money go? Well, you seen that you had enough money to take care of this bill, you paid that bill, but you didn't pay this bill. And now you owe a late fee, so you got to pay extra for a late fee, but then you used the wrong account. So now you got to overdrive fee on top of that late fee, and you realize you just gave the banks and the bill people all your money for no reason
1: at all. Yeah, well, you could have just managed your time to make sure that you're on time. Right. We're paying this. And then The beauty about being making sure that you manage your time is you'll find that you have more time in a day when you really start thinking about like 24 hours is kind of a lot of time for real. For real, like yeah, you might sleep about eight of those hours, some of us sleep less than that. But I find myself, I work nine hours during the nighttime, I wake up in the morning, I go to the gym, Um, I still come back, take another shower, eat everything, talk to a few people. I could probably go to a store or something like that, which I never want huh. to, but I'd take me a nap, all you
0: that. And you think day. about this. In these same hours, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos became billionaires. Yeah. Like, in the same hours in which you didn't have time to, like, make the baby something to eat or run to the store and cook or do your homework and take a nap, they became billionaires. So it's like, it's definitely enough hours in a day because, like, there's somebody utilizing the property.
1: You just gotta have some discipline. Um,
0: right, it's it's knowing that's what I said knowing yourself. Yeah. Knowing what is your hindrance or what could hold you up can definitely help you not to fall into certain traps. Yeah. Like setting uh, timers or how long you can use social media. Yep. If you know you end up down the rabbit hole, don't let the rabbit hole
1: open up. Listen. that's what I have to do with myself because I will definitely go down the rabbit hole I will start talking about the fact that people are starting to drop dead because of cardiac arrest and I can also pin it to the vaccine that they forced (laughs) us to get and that we found out that actually don't even work and now the fact that they're trying to make this something that we get every year but we still know that it does not work you can still get the virus but I go down that rabbit hole so I limit myself because I'm a person I'm a sponge I like to take in a whole bunch of information and I like taking in at yep. once, and that could be like hours and hours. I always, every day, my phone always limit me every single day about my social media. And I'm like, dang, how do I go through three hours so fast every single day?
0: You go through three hours in three hours? Uh,
1: <laughs> I won't say it's in three hours, but I would say in a maybe in six hours I go through that three hours and be like, all right, Man, well, what I'm gonna do next?
0: That, that's still that's like me with uh, watching TV. I don't really watch TV because I binge
1: and I binge
0: and I become obsessive with the binge so like I have to it irritates me but I watch shows that are current Mm -hmm. so when that last episode go off like yeah I look I do spend another 15 minutes searching to see if there's another episode somewhere where it shouldn't be and which you know I can watch more of the show but like, I know that that's a big Achilles heel of mine. If I'm going to watch a new show um, that has a bunch of episodes, I'm going to do it on a day where I have nothing to do. Yeah. Because I'm going to binge. I'm going to want to sit there and watch the entire series.
1: And it's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just having um, kind of a medium of everything, having right. a good portion of everything. Like, if you know how to limit yourself, then it's not nothing wrong with every now and then, like, every couple of weeks, all right, this is my, my binge day. Right. I've done everything that I'm supposed to do. Know, everything that I need to do this day is about me if I want to chill and watch right. TV that's exactly that's what I'm gonna do but I just scared. feel like you gotta have a limit if you got a limit then you're great if you don't have a limit then that's like where the problem comes where in it
0: becomes chaotic absolutely so,
1: um, but you know in all like time management everything that we discussed something that you want to work on you know like Rick said make sure you make your goals don't try to hit big goals and try to be all organized within one week it's gonna piss you off it definitely it's gonna is. make you want to smack the air you know how um don't be a menace when he was up there uh punching the air and then he looked down all the kids was oh, knocked keys? out <laughs> yeah it's gonna make you want to do one of those so like don't be unrealistic like give yourself six months i tell people this all the time like, if we have 365 days in a year what you can do is every day just make one percent of a change one percent of a change is so small, but it becomes so large because when you look at the end of the year, that's over three hundred percent right, of a change. Difference. So you
0: know that's a good method to think of. It. Yeah. But um, I really feel like uh, we can still do more with time management. I'm yeah. still working on it. It's a work in progress. Um, don't be mad at yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's always you're going to always work on time management because it's always going to change. Because you're always going to have certain circumstances that's going to change it. If you have kids, you also have to put in the fact that you have kids. So you also have to put mm. in the fact that you have to have management to be able to spend time with your kids, to be able to work with them, to be able to teach them stuff. And then you also have to have time management for the things that you need to do for yourself. So it's going to be factors that come into your life that's going to change your time management all the time. What about Absolutely. when your work schedule changed? Right. You always, you're always, always changing it. So this is something that you always going to have to work on regardless. Absolutely. You know. But I think we did good, Rick. We're at 40 minutes. Like, we did some good. We did. I think we, did, we like did really, really great. And look, we mastered a little
0: bit of time management right there. Listen, 1%. we gave
1: ourselves a goal, and we didn't hit that goal. We had 41, 41 minutes. We didn't hit everything. We even did a little bit of, um, what did we call it? What did we call it? I wouldn't call it that we was just like... Um, talking, but we got off topic a couple times, but we did good for it the most part. We didn't talk about the goals. We didn't talk about the to-do list. We didn't talk about the distractions. We didn't talk about the use of technology and how to use it to your advantage. We talked about taking breaks. We didn't talk about eliminating petty things. We didn't did a lot of things so, in this episode.
0: Yeah, we definitely nailed it today. And so we even
1: talked about black history.
0: We did.
1: We talked about black history for Look a second. Look at that. Yep, and conspiracies.
0: But we also, uh, spent an hour before the show talking so you know oh, i mean I got think it did our good. System.
1: overall yeah right. did got great. It
0: system. but um i feel like this was a great episode uh it was a great stepping stone to the rest of the series and um all i can say is i'm rick
1: and i am mika and if you haven't been keeping up with us please check out our other episodes that was before this it'll all make it it'll all make sense if you go back a couple episodes absolutely because we done talked about a few things and we're just only trying to get you into that mindset of being successful because this season is about mastering your mindset for success so we are out this thing this has been a talk pit we be back next week and y'all have a great productive week
2: peace